3: Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, that's us. We got this guy here too, DJ Rock Blockster. In the house! Give me a
1: beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine Yee-haw! and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Alright, guys.
3: First I would like to start with this story. Because I didn't know anything about this. Uh, David Letterman is going to be interviewing Billie Eilish. And apparently she opens up about her exhausting Tourette syndrome. Hmm. She has Tourette syndrome. Who knew? Um, I did not. Me either. So she's one of like a, a bunch of really cool guests that he's going to have on. Will Smith, Ryan Reynolds, Kevin Durant. Durant. Uh, Julia louis
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> But anyway, so some of the little excerpts that we have about it is she says, "What's funny is so many people have it that you would never know." She explained that she knew several artists who also have Tourette syndrome, and she said. Um, When he asked her if talking about the condition made it worse, she said, no, not at all. And she said, I really love answering questions about it because it is very interesting. And I'm incredibly confused by it. I don't get it. She said that she had small tics when she was a child. And for her, they can be very exhausting. But she's... Made friends with it now, hmm. I guess. So that'll be a really interesting interview.
0: Yeah. Wonder where else it'll go. I mean, I know that's the grabby headline, but sure. I would imagine an interesting conversation, <clears throat> excuse me, guys, with uh, Billie Eilish and David Letterman.
3: Yes. I wonder if her mom will be there. I think she still is at home, which I find fascinating.
0: Yeah, I think she does. There was the CBS. Was it Sunday morning or sixty minutes that did a special on her and uh, Phineas, her brother, co writer? And they would tuck into a small, modest, unassuming room, and this is where they would write songs growing up, and I think to some extent is where they Mm -hmm. would still write songs even as of a couple of years ago. I I would imagine that's changed. They have to be she has to have moved out and has some posh.
3: I think they're just kinda like hippies, you know. And by the way, uh, Millennial Hannah uh, informs me that all those interviews are out. So you can pick and choose what you want to watch. Oh, I, think you know, I
1: My wife was watching the Kevin Durant one the other day. Interesting. Really?
3: I've yeah. interviewed Kevin Durant before.
0: Really? In what context?
3: I don't remember.
0: What do you mean you've interviewed if, you Kevin Durant? Wait, wait, Eric Morocco, Church? don't. Yeah, don't say anything. Let's with see if he knows.
3: Church. No, I didn't interview him. Okay. Do you it, know it who? He was a different guy who played for the Wolves. Not Kevin Durant, Kevin Kevin
0: love. Kevin love,
1: Kevin
3: Love. It was Love. love. Yes, my need. bad. Sorry, I blew up, guys.
0: I just uh, yes. Listen, we what, love what you. I,
3: what am I sporty spice? Hey, hey. I'm supposed hey. to know who everyone is?
0: <laughs> uh, somebody's talking about Michael Jordan. Yeah, I, uh, I interviewed him once. <laughs> that was I'm pretty Keaton. sure. Okay, ah, I'm sorry, but <laughs> sure. same thing. Very similar.
3: That's fine. That's fine. Uh, guys, what? Halsey, I'm moving on now, okay. has claimed that her record label wants her to fake a viral moment before releasing a song.
0: Isn't that funny?
3: Oh, my God. The, the fact that she's outing her own employer. I know. Wow. They're saying they will not release new music uh, of hers until... She creates a, a viral moment. She said, basically, I have a song that I love, and I want to release it as soon as possible, but my label won't let me. So she says, um, I've been in this industry for eight years. I've sold 165 million records, and they're saying I can't release it until I fake a viral moment on TikTok. She said, everything is marketing. Basically, she says, every artist is being told to do this kind of thing these days
0: any chance that that's meta that that is the viral tiktok moment
3: Ah, maybe that is steve i like that huh well the video she put out received 1.1 million likes by yesterday afternoon so maybe you're right
0: although halsey wrote back somebody asked that on tiktok and she said bruh i wish it was ha ha they just said I have to post TikToks. They didn't specifically say about what, so <laughs> here I am.
3: Oh my! But it God. sounds like they're
0: saying, look, we'll put out the next record, but you need to be actively involved in the marketing, and that means getting TikToks and Instagrams and all that so that you're engaging your audience so when you drop it, I guess the audience reacts all the more, to which she's like, fine, I'll do a TikTok. Hey, guys, they're forcing me to do TikToks just for me to get a song out. Okay, bye.
3: Mm, and the label owns the master, so that's hard. I mean, I give her a lot of credit for speaking out. She's she's like, I'm tired. I'm so tired. I get it.
1: We feel I'm tired every day. Tired. I'm tired. <laughs>
0: I am tired. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Why does it
0: get better? I know. I mean, that's Halsey so and great. Flossie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I am tired. Huh? Oh, Flossie!
3: All <laughs> right, Flossie. <laughs> hi.
0: Are you excited to ring in your 105th birthday here at the retirement center? Not one bit. It
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, was the best. Oh, that oh, poor. Lord. That's a great initiation for that reporter.
0: Boy, I would oh, say so. That's, that's so what I great. felt like when I first started working at Channel Five. I was the new guy who had just moved in uh, to Minnesota, and so I felt like if there was a drift of snow that they could put me live knee deep in, I was there side of a highway <laughs> talking about the snowy traffic. Put him there.
3: That's great.
0: Sometimes you get the old live drive too, Donna, which is where they put you in a car and uh, they have a camera in there. They didn't if even they have a camera. You when into I was the doing the
3: tornado <laughs>
0: precisely. They're like, "Hey, the roads are bad, Steve and Joe. Why don't you guys go out and cover that?" And then Joe drives. And then I have a microphone hooked up, and I'm back there, and there's a camera in the front seat, and then the camera's just looking out of the front windshield. And then they're like, all right, let's check in with Steve now. It's on 35W West. Steve, what are you seeing? Well, as you can see. (laughs) And then you just say, like, the roads are a little bit slick, but... Traffic not as bad as we had anticipated yet at this point. Slow and go, but not too all dissimilar from a normal commute when you're headed home this time of day. The snow's certainly adding a little bit of slick spots. But really, Joe, and I'll check. Yeah, Joe's up there nodding. Uh, we haven't really lost traction much at all. So kudos to MnDOT. We'll keep you updated if the situation does change. <laughs> Reporting live in a car on a highway, Steve Patterson, 5 Eyewitness News.
3: That's amazing, Steve. That was well done. Thanks, Thank Donna. Thank you. Uh, Can I just give you one more story?
0: you got to make it quick.
3: Our listeners are probably very confused if they were just tuning in. (laughs) Uh, They're like, what? Steve's in a car? Where is it snowing? Uh, uh, Kanye West teamed up with a designer to reimagine McDonald's packaging. Did you see this story? No. Oh, should we save it for food news?
0: Why don't we save it? Because we got a batch of food news next, including the most popular food ordered on DoorDash. Arby's is doing something they have never... Done before we have the moose. Is that Fin Diesel doing that? No. Uh, so we'll get into some food news when we come back. Donna and Steve on My Talk.
3: Hello. Welcome back, you guys. It's Donna and Steve. That's us on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. PJ Rock Lobster's with us clum, too. Clump Clump. He's clum Oh, my God.
1: Here's Steve. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today?
3: Yummy. Hey, before you get to that,
1: Yeah, what do you got?
3: I just want to tell you that we had some uh, people who sent Hmm? some emails, if you will.
0: Compliments,
3: I presume? Yeah, just, you know, Jack says, I just love how Steve thinks he could just casually pop into the drive-thru for a couple hours. There's at least an entire shift to train on the register. He's great with people, but fast food work is so underestimated. Fast and short-staffed and angry, hangry customers.
0: Now, I don't know if Jack was listening his best today, because I mentioned how much respect I have for fast food workers and drive through workers in particular, and how hard they have to hustle. We've mentioned that many a time on this show. So I get all that, and I understand that it would be difficult. You can't just put me on the register, but is there a place where they could have somebody shadow me? And then they put me at a window, or I don't even have to be at the window. I would love to be at the window. I'd love the opportunity to interact with people. But I could be anywhere and have somebody shadowing me so that if I did something stupid, they could quickly jump in and and help me.
3: Okay, though.
0: Whatever, anything else we got from the e-bag?
3: Really, just nothing—nothing nothing that you need to know about right now.
1: How did tree talk go over? In oh,
3: how? was great.
0: Are you hiding any emails from me, Donna? No. That came through via email, or did uh, were people spouting off in, in mean spirited things? No. You sure? Yes. All right, because when I talk trees, it divides our audience. Now, some people say that makes for electric radio. Get people to uh, have a take, to have a reaction. <laughs> yeah Rocco the the intro was sweet and Rocco what you missed was by total actually could could we make it official uh oh, so, 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 I'm gonna reset I'm just gonna reset it I know I'm just
1: he brought it up you want me to hit it yeah uh, hit it. here it is
3: Steve's tree talks and we close our eyes every time he brings them up Let's hope this open hell Steve's Trees, <laughs> he talks about her.
0: My wife randomly mentioned this morning, Rocco, that I basically just got uh, her her support to buy and plant six more trees.
1: Hmm.
0: Which Based is on sh- the
1: success of our one segment?
0: Uh, of the intro, <laughs> yep. Okay. No, that was actually what led into us debuting the intro right at the top of the show, was that she told me that. So thank you guys for your ongoing questions. You're
3: welcome. Okay, um... Kanye West, ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. He's working with an artist, and he created some new packaging for McDonald's, and it's kind of cool. Click on the
1: linky-link-link. I did. Instagram, right? Yasque, yes,
0: okay. So go check out Kanye on Instagram. You like and it? And you'll see. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I think of this.
3: So, it's basically a fake see through package. So, yes. you can see the meat inside.
1: Thank you. I mean, it's like a square, squared off box, and it looks like this hamburger.
0: Yes. Meat, almost like it. a sandwich version of a hamburger.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. It looks like wheat bread.
3: It sure does, Rocco. Thank you.
0: We can't even go into the sandwich debate. What's a sandwich? You know, is a burger a sandwich? Yes. You would call that a sandwich, like oh, I could really go for a sandwich. Okay, I'll pick up burgers.
1: I brought or this you up think... earlier uh, in the in the year when I f- was working at Mc- uh, Burger King at oh, age fifteen. Oh god, and the French fries story! I made no. the first ever batch of French fries. No, That's incredible, uh, Rocco. They call it in the manual in the video. They call it a Whopper sandwich. It's yes, it's when it's making a Whopper some, sandwich,
3: something between two slices of bread or but, bun. But
0: but imagine though. If you said to someone, hey, could you just make me a sandwich, you choose surprise me, and then they bring you over a hot dog.
3: (laughs) You do have a great point, Steve. I'll let you have that.
0: Burger, too. I wonder if it's an uncooked meat thing that we're looking for. But no, no, but see, deli meat is cooked. It's just cold now, right? Right. They cook that.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: You're not just just eating raw,
3: yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Steve.
0: Arby's is doing something brand new. For the very first time ever, speaking of, they're going to have a burger. Arby's has the meats, but never have they had a burger on their menu.
3: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, it's always roast beef, you know. So this is called the Wagyu Steakhouse Burger. It costs $5.99. Is that a lot? It is a for an individual sandwich, I wouldn't say it's a lot, but it's, you know, sometimes you can get a value meal for like 5.99. Oh wow and with the fries and the coke. So this is five ninety nine just for the sandwich. Limited time item for right now, available through July thirty first. Arby says it's a blend of Wagyu beef or Wagyu beef and ground beef and will be the quote highest quality burger the market has seen yet. They say they spent more than two years developing the burger. And uh you can get it now. You can get it today.
1: Mm-hmm. DoorDash
0: came out with something. Oh yeah? ever? you ever even used DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, Mm -hmm. Donna? Yes. You have? Mm Mm-hmm. I am shocked. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse.
1: Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see.
3: It's only happened a few times your I, it
1: involved a lot of, a lot yeah.
3: of box wine oh no. oh can <laughs> i do that oh, i didn't know i could do that <laughs> um, well i had a friend over and she ordered and then i had to come up i don't i couldn't tell you what my username or password are
0: yeah okay thank you The most ordered food on DoorDash in the year 2022. Pizza. French fries.
3: Oh, they don't hold well.
0: That's what makes this so shocking. The second most popular delivery item is burritos or burrito bowls. A lot of Chipotle, a lot of CudoBa, Followed by chicken nuggets and chicken sandwiches. Hash browns and cheeseburger
3: sandwiches. You know, if I'm going to order from DoorDash... Mm -hmm. I'm going to order from a good restaurant. I'm not going to be like, hey, bring me some McDonald's. I'm going to be like, hey, bring me some wildfire, Eden Prairie. Thank you.
0: See, now, I don't think wildfire would be intended to travel so well. Whereas if you say, hey, could you run to the border for me? Grab me a steak quesadito, two soft tacos, an order of nachos and a Mountain Dew code red. I have a feeling all of that. Is going to get to me pretty well. Maybe I think it's just almost made for drive thru No, but Donna, the point is, you're sitting at home. You don't feel like going anywhere, and then you're like, you know what? I could just have this delivered right now.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, I could just crush could a steak quesarito right now.
3: Oh yeah, that sounds great. What is that? Okay,
0: <laughs> it's like a quesadilla in a burrito had a baby, and oh. it's the quesarito, and it's you can only order it from the men, from the app menu. No longer available, to my knowledge, when you just go up to the counter.
3: Okay.
1: Thank you, Steve.
0: Thank you, everyone. Rocco, wasn't that a fun segment?
1: That was Food News on Donna and Steve. Bye!
0: Hey, one last thing. Should we have standby sauces in our kitchen? When I was watching the scallop recipe the other day, this guy said, I always like to have, and then he had a condiment bottle, like a clear, squeezy, buy it at a restaurant supply store condiment bottle. And he said, I always like to have some sesame chili oil around. And then he made his scallops with salt, pepper, a little bit of garlic powder. And then he hit it at the end with this squirt of sesame chili oil, which sounds delightful. And I thought we should maybe have some standby condiments besides ketchup and mustard. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, like something a little more elevated. Yes. I concur. Let's play a game.
0: 651-641-1071. Call now. College of Pop Culture Knowledge is next.
3: This is the Donna and Steve
2: experience, where talk is fun. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment.
1: JTR Roofing brings us this look at the Ken Barlow 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast. He says increasing clouds today, I have 68 Tonight, showers develop, low of 50. Tomorrow, periods of rain, he says, and chilly, uh, high of 55. Looking better this weekend, though. Friday, sunny and 78. Maybe some thunderstorms Saturday, but the high of 80. And Sunday, uh, scattered showers and thunderstorms. So there's your Memorial Day weekend forecast. Maybe it'll get better. Come on, Ken Barlow, bring us some good news right now. Harley cloudy 61.
3: Good morning, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything, entertainment. Happy National Brothers Day. Am I onto oh. something?
1: Uh, that's a, hey, thanks for asking. That's a deep tease for what's going to be on the Lori and Julia show tonight at 5 oh, o'clock. Hey, man. Marco. Pop Don't culture juggling. their show here. All
3: right, fine. But right now we're playing this. It's time to
1: go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like Quiz Ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Oh, yeah, I do want to see how smart you are. Sorry for that deep tease. Sometimes when a category like that, like Brother's Day comes up, and I'm like, oh, I could come up with like ten questions for that then I do it on the, the afternoon show. Oh, really? But when it's like Wyoming day and I can only come up with like three famous people from Wyoming, then I do it on the Donna and Steve Experience. Let
3: Rocko. me ask you this, Rocco. ridiculous. <laughs> I just saw his lobster claw belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he found some old-timey version of like a freak show person from the 19 aughts and the dude's got like lobster claws as hands. <laughs> Wait,
3: are you
1: just good? lobster stuff uh, all day. I, just, I went to eBay last night. I'm like, vintage lobster. Collection.
0: Did you get a costume yet?
1: Oh no I gotta work on that.
0: You, you gotta, gotta get that. Amazon truly there's a whole bunch of pretty good looking thirty dollar costumes that don't don't even look like they'd be too hot. So for the uh the oh, Pride Lord. Parade float, if we get a float, yeah, right. um we might just be walking like like we're just <laughs> roller can't we just get lot. like a
3: bed? Like what do you call those? A <laughs> bed
0: a flatbed, a, a, a flatbed, flat yeah. yeah. Like, let's just get a flatbed yeah, because a, nice a pickup backup.
3: truck. You know, Grant's got a pickup truck. Let's yeah,
1: hit that.
0: Boy, we we've never known how how poorly connected we are as a station <laughs> until desperate emails go out about we're searching for pontoon boats. I mean, it really it reached a desperate I mean, tone then they quickly started, yesterday.
3: Like, really shaking us down. They like...
0: well, not not us. They started shaking you down and Julia down because it was like, come on, you two, you claim your cabins. Where are your pontoon friends? We're counting on you, Donna.
3: I don't have one. And I asked a friend last night and he said no. Okay. <laughs> okay, bye now. It's
1: Wyoming Day. Oh, uh, you know, every no. day seems to have, every state seems to have a day. I don't know why, but whatever. So, anyways, I looked up. There's a handful of famous people from Wyoming and a lot of movies were shot in Wyoming. A lot of and Westerns. I, yeah. I picked three movies that uh, uh, were set in Wyoming and I'm probably shot. And I'm going to quiz you on those three movies. And here to play along is Shauna. She is going to pick which one of you uh, knows more about movies set in Wyoming. I do believe I have the correct score that it's 9 7 Steve since we started keeping track and like 60 40. Since I like January that one. 9
3: 7 action. That sounds good. It's not bad. Anyways, there's hey, Shauna. Oh, no. Hi, Shauna. Hey. hey,
1: Shauna, turn your radio
0: down, buddy. I just
2: did. There she is. You're my best friend. Hi, hey, girl. Oh my God! You're my third best friend.
0: <laughs> Who are the first two?
2: Well, Donna, thank you. Okay. Obviously, and then you know Danielle from Danielle Rody. She's my oh friend. yes, she love Danielle, Danielle Roady. Twin Cities Live. She has her cute little shop in downtown White Bear Lake, and so we talk about you all the time.
0: Oh, that's great. Uh, tell her I don't work for the show anymore, but I used to.
2: Yeah, no, she cried already about it. We're,
0: good. Oh. <laughs> we're <laughs> sure the, the tears were flowing. Oh, well, we love Danielle Rody. Um, yeah, she, by the way, Danielle Rodia, uh, here's just a little plug for her. Really cute little shop called Upsy Daisy in White Bear Lake. Oh, love Beautiful. It. Oh, it's a really cute store. So really? you need some yeah, household goods, We're decor never. items. Yeah, absolutely. Already with that, the uh, topic today are Wyoming facts and pop culture. Who would you like to team up with? Your best friend Donna or your third best friend Steve?
2: Oh, my God, I think I'm going to go with Donna, and I think we're going to be kind of clueless together, but yeah, I just think she's so funny. Yeah, oh, Shauna.
3: <laughs> You're my boo. Oh, All you right. just so filled I her cup. Donna, you know All right. You know, Donna, Donna. Shauna, Donna. You see? Yep. Right. We're the be... na's.
0: Hey, by the way, you'll have to text me. I just accidentally unplugged my computer, so text me when it's my turn.
3: Okay, or just log
1: back
0: in. No, like I fully powered off my computer. It might not be up by that point. (laughs) It unplugged from the wall accidentally. (laughs)
1: That's fine, okay. Okay,
0: Donna, thank you so much. All right, bye now. Bye-bye.
1: Okay, Donna, these are movies set in Wyoming. Um, And it goes like this. We'll start with the first one. In 1992, this, quote, revisionist history Western... Won four Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Best Director for Clint Eastwood. Best Supporting Actor for Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman? Name that 1992 revisionist history western set in Wyoming. What year? 92. Oh, shoot.
3: I'm just going to say true grit for now, but it's probably something else.
1: The climax of 1978's Close Encounters of the Third Kind takes place at what famous Wyoming landmark?
3: You know, the place where the um, where the
1: government does the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a number type of place. And what actor added <laughs> pounds and prosthetics to play Wyoming resident Dick Cheney in the 2018 movie Vice?
3: Thank you. That is the guy who played Batman. His name is uh, his name is. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. You're going to no. need Shauna. No. Hey, he's, you get Batman guy. Shauna. Shauna. Hi. Hi. That was
1: disastrous. It kind of was. Shauna might not well, win this a T-shirt. Is, this
2: is not like a this is kind of an obscure topic, I will say. It that. is. But N- we number
1: can do it.
3: Okay, number two is Area 51.
1: Is it? Wait. Yep. wait okay, bit yeah, say
2: the question again. Okay, a little
1: start of the first one. <laughs> 1992, a History Western won four Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Director for Clint Eastwood, Best Supporting Actor for Gene Hackman. Name that 1992 Western. I it's have that, no idea. It's that oh, I'm your huckleberry. That one. <laughs> that uh, is a Western. Oh,
3: no. So, not my genre. Okay. I love Westerns. I don't even know the
1: answer. All right. No. I mean, okay. So, the second one, this should be a gimme, right? The climax of 1978's Close Encounters of the Third Kind takes place at what famous Wyoming landmark?
3: It's Devil's Tower. Yes, Queen. Cool. You're welcome.
1: And then, what actor <laughs> added pounds and prosthetics to play Wyoming resident Dick Cheney? Say Christian Bale. It's it,
2: Christian Bale. All sure. righty. I knew that one. But the first one, I just cannot right. rack my. I was, you know, like twenty years old or nineteen or something. Oh yeah, that you were know? a baby years
3: boo. ago. All right, I'm getting yeah. Steve back. Uh, Thank are you. you. Text him? Thank you. Yep, just texted him. He's coming. Okay, cool. He's coming. His, oh, there hey, he is. Hi, hey, Steve. Steve. Hey.
1: Okay. Hey guys. Damn,
3: this was. This was easy. It was hard. (laughs) Okay. All righty.
1: Okay, Steve. We're going to go back to 1992 for the first one. These are all movies uh, set in Wyoming. Okay. They call this one a revisionist history western. It won four Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Best Director for Clint Eastwood. It also won an Oscar for Gene Hackman as Best Supporting Actor. Can you name that 1992 western? Tombstone? The climax of 1978's Close Encounters of the Third Kind takes place at what famous Wyoming landmark?
0: Um. Not. But the Jimmy Hole. Jimmy Hole.
1: The Jimmy Hole. And then what <laughs> actor added pounds and prosthetics to play Wyoming resident Dick Cheney in the 2018 movie Vice?
0: That was. Who was inside of that? Christian Bale.
1: Ooh. Well, let's see how this goes. Let's see if Sean is going to get a T-shirt. Uh, you guys didn't get the first one. I mean, it was a long time ago, but it was a un- big deal. Unforgiven. Un- yes, Unforgiven. Unforgiven. Yeah. I knew it was an un, and I was like...
3: Yeah.
0: yeah, I got pizza on the brain, so I want Tombstone.
3: Yeah, and I had true grit because I was grinding my teeth. And then Donna mm. said, it's uh, I'm
1: your Huckleberry movie, which was Tombstone, I yeah. believe. So there you go. You're dancing all around it. Uh, the close encounters thing, Sean helped out Hull, on Jimmy this Hull, one. It Jimmy was Hull. Devil's Tower.
0: Ah, you're thinking of
1: Jackson Hole.
0: That's it. That's in Wyoming. That's Good in job. Wyoming. Which you and are. I
2: think I have mashed potatoes on the brain because he built the mashed potatoes in that movie. Yeah, he has like
1: to visions. The Devil's Tower. He has like visions oh. of Devil's Tower, and he does it. He can't quite explain why. Oh they out of, a match of about.
3: Oh interesting.
1: Anyways, and you both got Christian Bale. so it was two to one. Dona Yeah Woo! thank you, Shauna. Yeah. You my girl.
3: Yes nice job, Shauna.
2: This is my first time ever calling and I won. So I what are do like you doing call calling? You need to call 100%. us more. Uh, I've never called before.
0: Really? Wow. Uh, it's thrilling to be on the radio. Wouldn't you agree?
2: I feel exhilaration. That's oh, all I can talk. Sean, you're talking oh,
0: yeah. to two of your role models in a public ah. setting. Of course, it's exhilarating.
3: <laughs> all right, so uh, Bye, Before Shauna.
0: she goes, before she goes. All
3: right, all right, all right.
0: Yeah, Sean, did you have any any questions about any of my trees?
3: <laughs>
2: um, n- no.
0: All right, <laughs> all right. I mean, so I'm number three on her harassing list.
2: harassing people, okay? I, I was asking a question. You from your passion, but I also just don't need to share it. Yeah, it doesn't need to be shared.
3: Period. Donna, what? <laughs> Bye, Shauna. Bye, Shauna. You, guys hey, have a you too. You. Oh, it's a beautiful morning, isn't Donna, it? Donna, let me ask you a question. Okay.
0: What are your interests? <laughs> I honestly don't know. If I was if someone came up to me and I was at at Lightsaber and they were like, I'm gonna tear right through your body if you don't tell me what a few of her hobbies are or interest. Besides watching TV, I don't know what I would say. Hmm. What would you say?
3: I would say coloring, ar- painting, reading, animals. I love animals. I just do. I don't care what it is. Is it a taper? I'm in. Is it an anteater? Totally in. I love um, alpacas. Anything alpaca, I'll wear it.
0: You should get a membership to the zoo. You're not too far from the zoo. You're
3: right. I need to do that. I love an annual
0: pass there. It's a beautiful walk. It's well-maintained, right? The landscape is great. You get exercise, fresh air. It's open year-round. I'm in. Will you really do it? About one hundred and fifty bucks will get you an annual. Oh, actually, less for you. It's just one. It'll probably be like a hundred dollars. Then you can go there anytime yeah, you want. You're probably
1: fifteen I minutes could just away. Go to
3: Como right after work. Yeah, you could go When's to last Como. Last time you did that, not that long ago.
1: Oh, fine. Let's do it together.
3: I've actually seen a lot of the state. Yeah. You know, I've seen Judy Garland shoes. I've been
1: everywhere, man. Man, I've. You know what? How uh, about this? Yeah. It's some. Uh, it's a famous <clears throat> Minnesotan's birthday today. Have you ever been to his birthplace, Bob? Bob. I have.
3: Oh, Bob. Bob. It's time to play that.
1: Bob.
3: <laughs> I have. Yeah. I've driven up there. Listen, I credit my brother Drew with my interest. I've I've been to most of the museums, really want to go to the Russian art museum. I love art. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I'm <laughs> really into you. pickleball these days.
0: That's bull, Duke. That's... You haven't played pickleball.
3: You don't know me.
0: <laughs> have you ever played pickleball?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, and, uh, <laughs> Steve, I right. did,
0: and I probably spent the next two days on air talking ad nauseum about I it. I like true
3: crime, and... reading a book.
1: And country music.
3: I do like country music. I like live right. music. Okay. Bye now.
1: Okay. Hey, uh, when we come back, mm,
0: we've got a little tech talk.
1: Yeah. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on.
3: Uh, you want to do a little tech talk, don't you? <laughs> I see that. All right.
1: Yes, I do want
0: to do a little tech talk. Uh, it was an historic day yesterday in New York City. That's right. The very last one of these in existence in the city went bye-bye. Do you think you know what it is? We'll tell you about it when we come back. It's Don and Steve on My Talk.
3: <laughs>
0: Let's play a guessing game. Okay. Welcome back. Uh, we'll, we'll leave the context out of it. Don't worry. But Rocco, if you had to guess what the last two words on the phone call with Donna were just now that she and
1: I had, let's see, pregnancy test? No.
3: Okay. No. Is that but
1: that becoming? That's a deep tease. That
3: was part of it. That okay. might
0: be part of it? Uh, but what about um everyone's what? How do you think she would describe everyone?
1: Everyone's. <laughs> Blank. Dumb. I got to go. Everyone's Close. dumb. Close.
0: Everyone's incompetent. I got to go. <laughs>
1: Welcome
0: back. It's Don and Steve. <laughs> I mean, I, just I can't know. catch a
3: break. I can't I catch feel, a break.
0: <sighs> I hear you, sister. I hear the clucks that are coming out of your beak, and I receive them, because I feel this way about great customer service. I feel like, what do you got to do to not... uh, only encounter great customer service once every blue moon how difficult is it to be respectful kind warm i I feel like we could be consultants should
3: i I just tell people what happened
0: listen it's your medical history
3: so uh, it's just it goes back a long way okay uh, i had a dentist appointment where a newbie person was trying to yank out a temporary crown when she was pulling on my actual permanent tooth (laughs) so that happened i go get tested for covid three times the same lab never sends me my pcr results even though they're like yep you'll have them in just a few days that happened
0: yep then what
3: i go in for a blood test yesterday Not even that, the time they forgot me in the waiting room. Mm -hmm. And then I go, hey, did you guys forget me after two hours? And they're like, yeah, we did. I'm like, ah, (laughs) they're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go back to the same place. They ask me, I have an an order to get a blood test. They're like, oh, you're here for a pregnancy test, right? I'm like, I'm a senior citizen. (laughs) Do I look like I'm here for a pregnancy test? So I go... (laughs) But did
0: you say, like, I'm flattered, though? That's lovely. No, no, I didn't.
3: But then they're like, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's the first time we're doing this type of test, blah, blah, blah. So I'm on the air. I get a phone call. It's the (laughs) lab after taking two vials. All right. They already have your results. That's what I'm thinking. I'm all bruised up, right? (laughs) (sighs) Nearly passing out from all the loss of blood. All right. They gave me the wrong test. I have to go back that's why i said i mean everybody's just incompetent Uh-oh. what do you gotta do to get good help oh yeah ma'am you. uh,
1: you're pregnant and you're wanted in a murder case <laughs> in <laughs> right? sacramento you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're the father <laughs> oh gosh so god was... yeah what a journey about. for you honest my friend. to
3: goodness
0: Ugh. And, you know, back to customer service in general, competency (laughs) is one thing. Warmth in customer service is something else. Because, you know, that wouldn't you agree that's getting increasingly difficult to find? Like, I got to stop feeling like when I go to most, let's say most fast food restaurants or anywhere where I have to order with someone at a counter. Yeah. How about this? How about we stop making me feel like I have somehow inconvenience you, you. Yeah. by ordering from uh, what's it called your menu <laughs> how about no with that what if we were just a little more smiley I always feel like did I just interrupt something when I come in and I'm just trying to get like a burrito situated and it's like did yeah. I do something to piss somebody off here right? that I am unaware of
3: exactly what do and I how about when you're like okay thank you and they're like mm-hmm and I'm like wait a second you should be thanking me
0: Okay, Yeah. yeah, I came to patronize your
3: business. I'm supporting your business.
0: See, now that's why I would really like to know um, <laughs> you know, shall, play, like well, we
3: should be on the Krabby. you know. <laughs> well, no,
0: but think about this. Two places come to mind Podcast. in the world of fast food that have good customer service I know you're consistently, say, Culver's Chick-fil- and filet. Chick-fil-A. Culver's and Chick-fil-A. And so what I would like to know is what what is the onboarding process like with new hires? What is the applicant process like? Because there is a right way to do business and they seem to do it, which is like, we're going to be warm to everyone who comes through here. We're going to be courteous to them, kind. They will be greeted with a smile. I think even at Chick-fil-A, they always have to add the, uh, hey, could you get me uh, an extra packet of ketchup? And there, they teach them to say, it would be my pleasure. Instead of just like, yeah, hey, Jim, do you have it? You know, which I'd be Fine with, but then they're like they up the ante. And so when you think about business coaches, you wonder you want more of these places to be on a a show like remember what's his face? John Taffer show Bar Rescue. You ever seen Bar Rescue? I I love that show. Yeah, great. And he goes in and is like, now he's got a very rough around the edges approach to trying to save these businesses and stuff like that. And the focus isn't primarily their customer care but it would just be nice to figure out what's the what's the difference in onboarding that makes it the bar is low. I don't you don't need to treat me like royalty. I just don't want to be leaving there feeling like I have somehow inconvenienced the place that I just patronized. I agree. And you get that vibe uh, more often than it feels like we should. I don't know.
3: You're my best friend. I like talking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The very last phone booth was removed from New York City yesterday. It was. It was. You know what? That's genuinely an historic event. Because you won't see phone booths anymore. They are truly a relic, a thing of the past in New York City.
3: It makes me so sad. I saw one in an airport. I think at Newark, actually. And I was like, huh. I bet there were kids who were like, Mommy, what's that?
0: Oh, without a doubt.
3: Yeah, just it's... It's sad. I loved a good phone booth. I loved sitting in a phone booth with the door closed. Yeah. Somebody outside sharking me. You know. The latest.
0: I used to make my collect calls from phone booths. Ten ten three two one, or just dial the operator. Ten ten
3: three two one.
0: The latest stats uh, say that as of 2018, there were still around 100,000 payphones in the United States, down from 2 million in 1999, and around 20 percent of those. We're in New York, but I think it really ramped up the removal during the pandemic that they just started plucking all these things away. And the idea of having a phone booth wasn't seeming great, dramatically speaking.
3: Are there still operators? Like Rocco? If, if I call 411 right now will mm-hmm. an operator go 411 what's your service or what's Rocco your- can you, can you dial that? out
0: right now no, try 411 live and we'll hang up if they pick up we're going to hang up okay if they say information
3: ask them a question if they have information on like Welcome to CenturyLink formerly Level 3 Communications directory is like directory an, an assistant. operator in
0: uh Newark New Jersey Oh, wait, you have to say that rock over the phone.
3: Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> Is this a business, government, or residential list? Okay, so there's no live people. That's that. No,
0: but maybe we would get there at one point. I don't know.
1: Maybe I hung up.
3: Oh, right. You Rocco. guys weren't playing along. Can we
0: call the turkey we hotline ask, next? Who are
1: we going to look for? In- the turkey hotline. <laughs> the, the butterball. hotline. Because
0: I bet they're butterball. dying for the phone to ring right about now, this time of year. <laughs> They all scramble for the phone This is
3: Gladys <laughs> Yeah, because they're open all year You think they're open all year?
1: We'll find out in 10
3: minutes <laughs> uh, Alright, good talking to you guys
1: uh, No,
0: please stay I- I'll stay Yeah, we're going to do another one This is a great segment we have coming up
3: Yeah, waiters Good and bad celebrity encounters So mm. waiters apostrophe S Good and bad celebrity encounters We've got a whole list It's a, It'll be a guessing game, okay Steve? Okay, well, I bye. like the apostrophe. Thanks.